When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, I'm Deb Flaschenberg. Welcome to Yoga Birth Babies, a podcast produced by Prenatal Yoga Center. We will be diving into everything prenatal yoga, birth, and baby related, hoping to inspire, educate, and empower you through your journey into motherhood. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on Yoga Birth Babies. I'm Deb Blaschenberg, and I'm so excited to speak with Ashley Wells-Jackson from the Fourth Trimester Body Projects. So thrilled to have her come on. So let me give you guys a little bit of a background of who she is. Ashley is a light chaser, photographer, and writer currently calling Sweet Chicago home. She lives with her son, Xavier, surviving identical twin daughter, Nova, and their three trio of creatures, Astra Cheesecake, I hope I said that correctly, (laughs) Oscar and Mahana, and she's the owner of the Windy City Pinup, Ashley Wells Jackson Photography, and video producer of Jackson Media. She has presently shifted gears to focus full-time on the fourth trimester body project through ongoing travel shoots, body positivity talks, and gallery shows, and she has a partner in this awesome project, Laura uh, Weezy Wilson. And Laura feels that she's finally found a way to use her talents in the beauty industry and business for something fundamentally good. For too long, the question of whether she is furthering the damage of the media and beauty industry does to women's body and their psyche lingered in her mind. Although not a mother of human children, Laura has found a voice of feminism, equality, and body positivity in working in the fourth trimester body project. She wants every woman to feel relaxed and beautiful in her makeup chair, and she hopes every woman finds the ability to love and accept herself regardless of their physical appearance. So that just tells us a little bit about who our guests are. And more importantly, I want Ashley just to jump in and introduce yourself and tell our listeners, what is the Fourth Trimester Body Project? Yeah, so at its core, Fourth Trimester Bodies Project is a photo documentary. We really try to focus on the visual aspect of the images, which feature women and their bodies um, in stark black and white images. And they're photographed just in their underwear, sometimes on their own, sometimes with their children. Uh, In addition to the photos, each um, image that we put out there includes a woman's story. So there's a big storytelling element of a woman's journey through motherhood and womanhood that encompasses it as well. Um, Three years and 1,500 photographs in, um, the project has grown larger and more amazing than we ever imagined that it would. Yeah, I got lost in looking through all the pictures on your website. It's really fantastic. Can you talk a little bit about maybe your background, your story of what inspired you to do this? Absolutely. So I've worn many hats as a photographer and my career has shifted gears, um, you know, quite, quite a bit along the way. Most recently I have been running with City pinup, which is a pinup and boudoir studio that really focuses on empowerment and positivity for women. Um, and in working so closely with very typical women, 
I began to hear a running dialogue of all of the issues that they had with their bodies, uh, so many of which we didn't see. You know, women would come into the studio and we would see these gorgeous, strong, capable humans, and you know, they would sometimes pick themselves apart. So Laura and I began to have this dialogue around why this was happening, why this was a dialogue that women of our generation so strongly identified with and maintained. And uh, it, it was a problem that we, in our work, really tried to address. Um, for me, however, that dialogue wasn't something that I maintained personally. I've always been really body positive. And my son, Xavier, is 10. And though his pregnancy and birth didn't go as planned, my entry to motherhood led me to feel like a badass. I felt very strong and powerful um, and, and proud of my body. But that all changed during my pregnancy with my daughters. Um, I went from feeling like my life was a bit of a fairy tale um, to having tragedy after tragedy strike. I learned at about 17 weeks that my girls had um, twin to twin transfusion syndrome and were dying um, almost as quickly as we learned that I was carrying twins. And unfortunately, though we uh, did every intervention possible, my daughter Aurora passed away. And then I had to deliver via emergency cesarean at just 24 weeks. And then my surviving daughter, Nova, her future was, was very uncertain. Um, in addition to the pregnancy and birth going awry, um, postpartum, I continued to have complications. My cesarean became infected and had to be reopened and heal open, um, which was a pretty gruesome pro uh, process that took many, many months. And through the course of all of that, I developed quite a bit of body hate and self-loathing. I felt broken. I felt damaged. I felt like I was less worthy as a woman and a mother. And in the midst of that, I think the two worlds collided, and I realized the similarities between what I was saying and the dialogue that we'd been hearing. Um, and, and that was really the spark for me to do something about it. Um, I'm a photographer. I know how to take pictures. I know how to tell stories through art. And, um, and, and that's what we set out to do. So the project began with my photo, myself and my surviving twin daughter, Nova. And I initially just put it out there on my personal social media. And I told my friends, I want to create this documentary showcasing women's bodies and their stories. I want to talk about all of these things. You know, I realized I knew friends that had lost babies. I knew friends that had had cesareans. I knew friends that had everything go perfectly. But we didn't see the changes visually, and we didn't tell the stories in full. And um, I didn't understand why that was. So I really wanted to create a platform where all of that was changed, where nothing was taboo, where we could share and see, um, you know, without any of those cultural inhibitions in place. And things have been quite an amazing journey. Um, and what has the response been? The response has been overwhelmingly positive. You know, it was such a nerve wracking thing for me to put myself out there that I thought that it might be difficult to get women to participate. And that has been the opposite of the case. Um, very early on, we started receiving thousands of emails from women all over the world saying, we want this, we need this. How can we be part of this? Um, so we just two months into the project started touring um, globally and have been on the road ever since. I find that amazing and so impressive and empowering that women want to put themselves out there. As a mother of two myself, I definitely have a bit of a love-hate relationship with my body. I'm so proud of it for what my body created and grew and produced. But 
I think maybe it's coming from a performing background. It's definitely, I don't have necessarily the love of the visual. And I think it's incredible that, and I'm trying to, especially because of a daughter and I want her to be proud of her body, but I'm, I'm in awe of the women that, and you that put yourself out there. It's really been wonderful. It's really wonderful to see. It's a good message for people. Thank you. You know, we, we digest so many passive images of humans, particularly women on a daily basis through the media, through the shows that we see in the movies we watch, through billboards and advertising and magazines in the checkout aisle. And I think sometimes we don't stop to understand how much our existence and the way that we view ourselves has been informed by those images. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's important to intentionally digest images that are instead positive and more natural and more akin to, you know, who we we are, what we see when we look down or in the mirror than an image that um, looks more like the tools in Photoshop than an actual person. Yeah, I absolutely agree, especially with the pressure from you know, social media and then celebrities, especially after birth to jump back into this body that seems unrealistic that you guys are capturing, you know, the real fourth trimester body, not this assumed body that we can, many of us can't actually achieve. Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, there are women that bounce back and, and good job for them. You know, that can be celebrated too, but there's so much about that just being genetic and that doesn't work for everybody yet. We're so often told that, um, that it should, or that that is attainable or that's the right path for every body to take. Um, and it's just not the case. It's unrealistic. Can you talk to me a little bit about the process of the photo shoot and the interview? So you said you had thousands of applicants. I can imagine it can be a little bit of a cathartic experience for these women to talk about the process. Will you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So every woman that comes into our space is nervous. It's, you know, it's a big undertaking to know that you are going to share so much of yourself and then it's going to be out in the world, um, even for such a positive movement. So we find that when women come in, they're, they're excited, but they're nervous. So we build in some natural time to warm up. Um, we do hair and makeup at the beginning of all sessions. Um, Laura takes care of that while I kind of sit on the sidelines and, and talk to our clients. And uh, that process, you know, provides a little bit of an element of aesthetic consistency, but it's not that anybody needs their hair or makeup done. It really just gives us the time and the space to talk, to warm up, to allow them to feel a little bit pampered before they do this big thing. Um, once hair and makeup's done, we move into the interview, which is generally myself and the participant in a private room. And I document their personal information and essentially ask them to share their story. So women tend to speak about everything from their journey through womanhood, from childhood through puberty up to where they are now very often. And, um, you know, then so many of them tell their motherhood journeys as well, um, whether that's diving into the specifics of their birth story or speaking more generally about what motherhood has meant to them. And it's interesting because within that time, which is sometimes a few minutes, sometimes, you know, more than an hour, women get to tell their story in its entirety, very often for the first time ever. Um, You know, I think in a culture where we use social media, we share a lot more of ourselves, but it's always in snippets. It's in little bite-sized pieces, and it's very often just the, the pretty parts. So it's nice and, as you said, very cathartic to be able to go through um, everything as a whole. And then once the interview's done, um, they disrobe and bring their children in if they're shooting with their children. 
and we take their photo. And amazingly, that's the quickest part of the, the whole session is when they're in their underwear and their bras if they choose to wear one and shooting. Uh, I'm really after a candid shot of them being themselves, interacting with their children if they're there. And, and we move quickly there. We move quickly before they have time to get self-conscious or before a little one has time to, uh, melt, to down. melt down <laughs> before the novelty wears off. Um, and at the end, I process images with the client, which for me as a photographer was something entirely new. Um, generally, you know, my clients don't see images until they're completed. But I really wanted our participants to have some ownership in the process. And so we scrub through those images together and they choose their favorites. They choose which ones we use. Okay. And um, that ensures for me, not only that they are part of the process and comfortable with it, but that I'm using an image to represent them that they feel really does represent them. So through that all, there's a huge transformation, you know, to see them come in excited and nervous to have that sigh of relief at the end where they feel accomplished. Um, they feel the catharsis of getting it all out there and knowing now that they get to be part of this movement. Um, it's a really amazing thing to witness. One thing I noticed when looking at the pictures and now I understand the process, so I can see why I see this is there's a sense of lightness and honesty mm-hmm. and vulnerability to the pictures. And now I get, if they're coming in, they get their hair and makeup, they start to feel, you know, pampered, relaxed, beautiful. And then to open up and be vulnerable with you about their experience. It's like a heavy coat got released from them and then they're open and ready to really be authentic to who they are for the picture. So I can see how that whole cycle can result in the beautiful pictures. Oh, absolutely. And that's amazing. That's amazing to hear that you can see that because that's essentially what, you know, what we feel like we're capturing is that lightness and that honesty. It's just so authentic. And I keep saying that, but that just seems when you really get, it's like when you get to really know a best friend and you can look at their face when they, as soon as they walk in the room and you can tell that something's wrong or something's okay, or something's wonderful. That seems to come out of the pictures, like a real sense of self and wholeness and groundedness. And I think you got through so much of the birth story. And as a birth worker working with pregnant women, especially postpartum, they do, they want to share their story and it could be challenging, a challenging birth. And as you said, you might be the first person that listened to it and validated their feelings or it's a great experience, but they may have not had the chance to really live it. And I've let that met very few women that haven't wanted to talk about their births. So the fact that you're giving them that experience, I think that's what leads to such a beautiful shot. It's really great. So can you talk a little bit about the most common reason why someone has chosen to, to participate in this project? Yeah, you know, it's it's shifted a little bit, honestly. In the beginning, a lot of it was to, to share their story, to really get their personal story out there, which is amazing. Um, and, and still valid today and still a very, you know, big reason that people choose to participate. But we have seen a shift in the past um, year or so where people want to participate also to be part of the larger movement and to support the women that came before them, which is really amazing to see. You know, they have been following the project since perhaps before they had their child that they're now shooting with. Mm-hmm. So they've been able to see the dynamic of reading somebody else's testimony and story and how that's resonated and impacted them and allowed them to identify. And now they want to give that to another woman who's a mother. Um, so seeing that transition has been really great. But um, yeah, I mean, I think those are our two biggest reasons. And kind of documenting the stage of 
of life for themselves. We have a lot of women that come in with their last baby or, you know, at the end of a nursing relationship. And they say, I just want to capture this moment right now so that I don't forget. Have you ever had a woman, um, after going through the whole shoot, look at the pictures and be like, okay, I'm not comfortable. Let's thank you. And I'm sorry, I wasted your time, but I don't want these shots out. Amazingly, we have not. We really thought that that would be something that happened. Perhaps not happened often, but would would happen. And it hasn't. Um, We do occasionally have women who don't show up for their sessions, which (laughs) leads me to believe that they got some cold feet. Uh Um, But no, we've never had anybody go through the process and then see the images and back out in that moment, which is, is really amazing. Yeah, I just think the courage it takes to put someone out, put yourself out there and just the importance of putting the idea of self-acceptance and body positivity out there. You know, our society desperately needs this. So having gone through this whole process now of interviewing women, hearing birth stories, taking the pictures, personally for you, has it helped you even more in your process from the traumatic birth experiences you've had? Absolutely. You know, for me personally, with my, even just speaking to my image, you know, there was a day when I saw it passively and thought, wow, that's a really great image. And then realized that, hey, wait, that's me. (laughs) And realized how far I had come personally. But seeing for all of us, seeing that we're not alone, seeing that regardless of what your story is, regardless of what has happened, good or bad, there's somebody out there who who holds the same or similar experience Um, and feeling isolated and alone in experience, I think is sometimes the most painful part of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that identification and community that this work has brought me more than anything has absolutely allowed me to heal and uh, give hope hopefully to other women as well. Yeah. I think it's wonderful that you're sharing your story because you know, your births are uh, beyond the, the realm most people hear and that you're brave enough to talk about that, the bumps in the road. I'm going to shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit about the Body Breast Baby Conference. Can you talk about that and let people know what that is and how it's going? Yeah, absolutely. This year, we just started trying to do some larger community events and conferences. Our first was in Portland in April and was a wonderful success. Um, We had a full day of speakers, body positive voices, um, voices of women just talking about their bodies, about breasts, about menstruation. Um, And it was a really wonderful day of just bringing women together to to talk and to share. And we hope to do more in the future. We've tuned down our schedule for the rest of um, 2016 as we got a little overwhelmed with the tour aspect as well. But we hope to offer more um, Body Breast Baby events in the future as well. Where I I looked on your website, maybe I looked too long ago, but did it say Chicago and then Boston or have those been canceled? Yeah, Boston, we've gone ahead and postponed. So we won't be doing Boston and we're in Chicago currently. We have a lot of um, kind of broken down body breast baby programming that is occurring in conjunction with an ongoing gallery show that we have up through the end of July. Is there any, we really talked quite a bit about what this is. What am I not hitting of the essence or did we get through everything that you really want people to understand about, about your, your big, huge project here? Yeah, I, I think you've touched on a lot of the, the cornerstones, you know, it's, it's art, it's positivity, it's acceptance, it's community. And I think that those are the, the ties that thread through the work that we're doing as well as motherhood in general. Yeah. I think if we can keep going back to 
letting women feel good about their bodies. I hear it even today, postnatal class, I just finished teaching a couple hours ago. The women, you know, I go around the room and I ask them, how do you feel? What do you want to work on? And I'd say at least half the class always says, oh, I want to get rid of my tummy. I want to get rid of my tummy. And some of these women are only six weeks postpartum. <laughs> I'm saying like, you know, it's, it's there for now. You may leave, it may not. But there is such, you know, we are many women, myself included, so hard on ourselves about our appearance. And the fact that you're opening up a dialogue, uh, you know, a dialogue verbally as well as through image of acceptance, I think we really need that. And I'm really happy to have stumbled upon this and that we have a chance to connect. Do you want to talk? I know you have a book also out. Do you want to talk about your book? Yeah, absolutely. Our first book was released in September of last year and features 150 of our participants from early on. Um, It is an amazing collection of photos and stories and quotes from our participants. Um, And it's really amazing to take the images from the screen, from digital format to something that you can put on your coffee table and have in your hands. We found that the, um, you know, the transition there has been really powerful and we have to at least two more books in the pipeline. So in the next couple of years, we'll be putting out, um, you know, additional volumes of that with a couple tweaks to format and structure, but we hope to be able to, um, include some more of our participants in book form down the road. So if people want to work with you and be involved, I'm guessing they have to be in the Chicago area. No, not at all. We tour um, worldwide. So you can go on our website and view our tour schedule. Um, Our tour stops, we open up about 60 days before we hit each city. Most of our spots are self-registration. So we shoot with women as they sign up and as they come to us. We hold back a handful of scholarship positions for women in each city as well who are unable to make a financial donation to the project or have a story that's a little bit more unique that um, we perhaps haven't told. So we hand select those participants and give them an opportunity to shoot with us as well. Wonderful. So in the show notes, I can go ahead and put how to connect with you, but do you want us to just say all the ways people can find you, your website, all your social media? That would be wonderful. Absolutely. Okay. So I'll make sure we have that in the show notes. Well, I really feel like the listeners got a sense of who you are, what you do, why you do it, and even how to be involved. Um, If you have any closing words, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, I think I always just want women to know that they are strong and beautiful and they are not alone, regardless of where they are in their journey. There are other women out there just waiting to connect with them and uh, being willing to share yourself and your story is a really amazing way to start with that. Oh, thank you so much. So I'm going to sign off for now, but Ashley, I appreciate your time. I appreciate the work you do. Um, just because I'm so in awe of the courage it takes for what you do, for the stories you've shared and for the women that participate. So thank you for being a pioneer for fourth trimester moms to understand that we can embrace our bodies and appreciate what our bodies have accomplished by producing a child. So for my listeners, um, I'm going to go ahead and have all the contact information on our web, on our show notes, as well as our website. So you can reach out to Ashley. You can find out where she'll be, maybe even be in the next book. You never know. So Ashley, thanks so much. And I'll let you know, I'll drop you an email when this is going to be out online. Wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Have a great day. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. 
Thank you guys so much for listening today to Yoga Birth Babies. If you have a moment, I'd love if you could go to iTunes or Stitcher, depending on what you're listening to this on, and rate and review us. We have a ton of wonderful guests coming on as well, so keep listening each week. And we're going to keep talking about yoga, about birth, and about babies. Thanks so much. Take care. This has been an episode of Yoga Birth Babies, produced by Prenatal Yoga Center. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. I'm Deb Flaschenberg. Thanks for listening.